Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. Glad to be with you here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffee House and Churning Spoon Ice Cream. Still no coffee for Joel T. He's very fidgety, I must say. <laughs> Having withdrawals, man. He's got to, you know, I'm telling you, I'm going to find out if you've been there. All right. We got, you know, we are nothing if not sticklers for the rules on this show. I've got the fake mustache and the the fake mustache. I needed can't really Cole Jolman heading over there. <laughs> Can I see your ID, Mister Jolman? <laughs> Something like that. So just you know, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, our listeners hold us to a high standard. Instead of the woo, I, I have to give them the ooh yeah. I gotta be somebody yeah, else. Somebody else. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Brother, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I got blueberry cobbler. Blueberry brother. cobbler, brother. <laughs> Well, you know, Mean Shane. Yeah, something like Got that. The caffeine. <laughs> Drink my caffeine. Say my prayers. Take my vitamins. That that actually is your uh, your your Theo. Get your caffeine. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. That's Joel Coleman's credo, right there, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Uh, over at uh, College Corner, we've been talking about it all week. The Polo sale still going on. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Online only sale. Promo code is Polo. Thirty percent off any Polo shirt. And then this Friday, don't forget. In-store only, sales of up to 50% off, depending on when you get there. 7 to 10, 50% off. 10 to 2, 30% off. 2 to close, 20% off. That is in-store only for this Black Friday. That is a huge deal. If you can get there early, you get a chance to save on a lot of your it's, uh, the apparel sales there. So shirts, hats, everything that you want, maroon and white. And then Saturday, it's Small Business Saturday. Back online, go to collegecornerstore.com. Use the promo code SMALLBIZ, two words. B-I-Z is the second word. And you get 25% off any purchase. So, man, they are really hooking you up this week. Please take advantage of it. If, you, if you're still holding on to your gift cards from this summer when you were they were running that great special for those, now's the time to, to unleash on those and get yourself some really great deals at College Corner. We're nearing the end of the year. That means we're nearing the year... That means we are about to start up a new year. 2021 needs to be the best year ever for your business. The easiest way for that to happen is to use Advantage Business Systems and upgrade the technology that you have in your office. No more outdated technology. No more older systems. Get the top of the line stuff in your office and get your business running efficiently and smoothly in 2021. Call them today at six. I'm sorry at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems can help your business do business. Joel T., it is Rumblings Wednesday, and we got a lot of questions. Now, we got to start off with a disclaimer. I asked for your favorite Thanksgiving dish. If you didn't put it in there, I'm not asking your question. Simple as that. If you can't follow simple instructions, you know what that mean, tells me, Joel? Tells me your mind isn't right. You can't follow simple instructions. How can you be expected to be locked in for the egg bowl? You'd be you... a good elementary school PE teacher. 
First off, that is not true. <laughs> Because I would not want to do teaching. I don't want to be active. I must be sitting in the chair. Run around, kids! I mean, I've seen some PE teachers that basically did just that. If you so, say so. Why do you think that? Well, because you're a stickler for doing it the right way, and if you don't do it the right way, then you don't play. Look, I mean, I'm just trying to have some fun here, get the Thanksgiving stuff out there, and somebody couldn't even do that? Well, then why? I can't be bothered. I cannot be bothered. So you got no one to blame but yourself. It's not my fault if your question doesn't get asked today. Simple as that. That said, all of these questions are brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Let's move on into the rumblings. Special hours this week, they're open uh, just for today. They will not be open uh, Thursday, Friday, or Monday of next week. Back open on Tuesday, and you can start planning your holiday meal around Welcome Home Beef. I tell you right now, nothing will say Merry Christmas like a whole prime rib on Christmas Day. I'm telling you right now, if the three wise men had brought gold, frankincense, myrrh, and welcome home beef, I mean, they might have played a bigger role in that story is all I'm saying. So maybe you should give them a call today and put that, put nothing better under the tree than, than welcome home beef. I bet the cow at the manger would have been a little... More. More. What? Are you? Wait, wait. What? <laughs> He'd be holding to eat more chicken. Jim? Is that you? <laughs> Something like that. You ever wonder about that? Nah, never mind. We're not going. That's a long road to go down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so call the Welcome Home Beef today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. And this holiday season, you can have the best holiday season with Welcome Home Beef because one thing is for sure with them. It just tastes good. Our first question comes to us from our friend Brandon Walker, who did not originally add his Thanksgiving dish, but I got him to do so. It's green bean casserole. What are your thoughts on that just to start us off? Uh, not my favorite, but um, I'm probably going to give it, you know, it, it, there's always the spots on your plate that you just get a, like a, a spoonful yeah that's where you're going that's with that going, yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pass it by but yeah. that's not what i'm going to first i got you all right he just wants to know is Ole miss a morally bankrupt institution i feel like it's a rhetorical question <laughs> <laughs> joel got me right off the bat there yes uh yes yes uh here's somebody no no good questions no Thanksgiving dinner. We're moving on. Um, Andrew Madden. Wait, 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 is that Andrew? Okay, okay. So Andrew, in his third question, did give us, so we can answer all his questions. Very good. PS5 or Xbox, MLB The Show is coming to all platforms on this generation. Uh, I'm a loyal guy. Stick with PlayStation? Um, yes. And not to mention the fact that the one time I did delve into the Xbox realm, I bought an Xbox 360 mm-hmm. when it came out, and uh, the thing was basically... Didn't work in a month. Got the red ring of death. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever and couldn't get... Th- so anyway, long story short, that was my lone venture into Xbox land. Never again. Never again. Continue to stick with Sony. So PS5 for me. Very good. Uh, he also says, Brandon is starting a wrestling podcast. Rumor is. That is the true story. I have a... Uh, oh, I've it's been, true. It's, it's, it's damn true. <laughs> uh, we've got... I've been privy to some information there. Uh, what wrestler or tag team, dead or alive, would you want to interview? Flair. The, the the stories of Flair would be incredible. If I could get an hour of Flair's time, my gosh. I'll tell you what, somebody else that would be up there for me, maybe less so within the last year, mm-hmm. because he actually has come out and talked a lot, Undertaker. Did you watch the uh, the new Broken Skull Sessions? The most recent one I have not. I watched no. it. I, I, I watched the end of the Survivor Series that Sunday to see the, the goodbye. Yeah. 
and then I watch that, and it's it's really really good stuff. Yeah, all, really all of take the the last ride documentary or whatever the last five. Uh, Mm-hmm. Those five episodes. I didn't ever watch that. that. It was really good. Did you see the Undertaker on, on Hot Ones? No, did not. He, he, he was good on that too. Didn't drink the milk. <laughs> He's like he he set a goal to not drink the milk, and he did not do it. So, <laughs> really good stuff there. Uh, and then Andrew Madden, what's your favorite way to cook the turkey here in Louisiana? I've experienced a different few different variations. My favorite Thanksgiving dish is Cajun rice dressing. Ooh, sounds good. And pot roasted speckled belly goose. Never had goose. Uh, I know goose is like I. duck. It's like all dark meat. There's no there's no white meat even on the breast. Probably tastes like chicken. Well, I mean, I guess, but it's, it's all dark meat. You get you know. Why does everything taste like chicken? I don't think everything tastes like chicken. I think it's people use that expression because like some of the they say tastes like chicken doesn't taste like chicken. Like frog legs, frog legs sort of taste they like sort chicken. of taste like chicken. Alligator doesn't taste like chicken to me. Um, rabbit doesn't taste like chicken to me. So. I don't know that I've had rabbit. Uh, my favorite way to cook the turkey is in the oven. I like to roast the turkey because that's how you get gravy. All right, you can't get gravy from a fried turkey or a smoked turkey. I love eating those, but you got to have roast turkey gravy. How about you? Not a big gravy guy. Sorry to the Haynes brothers. It's uh, insane. Not everybody yeah. likes to hate, but you like what you like, don't you? Yeah. I, it seems like we never have it at any of my Thanksgiving stops. But fried turkey to me is probably fried turkey the best. is great. Great. Fried turkey is something you feel like you can have almost any time. It doesn't yeah. feel su- super. You have Thanksgiving to eat it in November. But yeah, if I eat a, if I'm eating roast turkey, it would be like I need to. It feels like it needs to be Thanksgiving or Christmas or something. Uh, my good, my cousin six pack speak. What time do I anticipate my second wind? Uh, well, we, we're probably going to eat around. We, we do like mid afternoon, so around six thirty or so. That's when the the second wind will kick in. What about you? It's when you start hulking up. Yeah. What about you? Do you get a second win on Thanksgiving? Uh, no, not really. What? Not really. Because that you just eat and then that's it. Well, I'm going to load the plate down a oh, lot, yeah, lot, lot bigger than I probably would at, at most of. But mm-hmm. I, probably not going. Probably not going back. Because uh, I don't know. I just for for me, I like to stay light on my feet. Yeah, you know. It's Thanksgiving gotta, Day. Gotta, you'll gotta have dessert. Got to chase those youngins down, so I don't need to be just too overloaded. It's Thanksgiving Day. You'll have a dessert. Oh, uh, you treat yourself on Thanksgiving. I might take a bite, okay. but I no. I mean, I'm not going to go get a whole slice of something because uh, I just, just, just see. That's where that's where maybe I go back and get a little extra dressing or something. Like that's that would be my route as opposed uh, to getting right. a dessert. Well, Six Pack Speaks' uh, favorite is his mom's dressing. So, and I can tell you, it's it's not bad. Brian McDuff, my good friend, if you could replace either your upper body or your lower body with the 18 year old version of yourself. What would you choose? That's pretty easy. Lower body for me. Really? Yeah. You're a lot stronger or something back in the day? You'd run more? Well, I know. I'm probably stronger now than I was then. Well, then what are we doing here? I'm getting my, my 18-year-old knees back so okay. I can run better. See, and I'm going to go upper body. Because, so we're saying basically the hips is your you know, is your is your measuring point here, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. I'm going to drop an easy 80 pounds. Well, for, for you, I, I think that's probably yeah. a good thing. Thing to do, yeah, because I think my knees are bad because I carry so much weight. For for me, you know, waist up, I'm not too concerned with that. But yeah. waist down, when I try to run, man, yeah, I feel it every time, yeah. every joint, every step. There's an there's an ache somewhere. Okay, so yeah, give me my 18 year old legs, please. What Disney character would have gone to Ole Miss? I have one. If you don't, what Disney character? Yeah, would have gone to Ole Miss? Yeah. Um, Gaston. That is exactly who I was thinking of. 
<laughs> that is the person I had in my mind. Gaston, yes. Been walking around the grove. No one groves like Gaston. No one drinks like Gaston. No one gets high on Robitussin like Gaston. You right? All right. What supervillain, DC or Marvel, would most closely resemble an Ole Miss fan? What supervillain? Yeah. DC or Marvel? Lex Luthor, maybe? That's a good call. I was thinking the penguin. <laughs> Why the penguin? Well, the penguin's backstory is that his family was, was rich. rich, yeah. And go. then Batman's family sort of ruined them. Yeah. Ah, uh, trying to think, is there anybody else? Mr. Freeze. Just he was a stick, doctor. Sticking with names there. He was yeah. a doctor. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Lex Luthor is probably the best answer, to be totally honest. Uh, and then Brian's favorite hash brown casserole. Uh, see, I'm I'm all in on some hash brown casserole. Oh yeah, that's, that's some good stuff. My aunt Shirley, who is Six Pack Speaks' mother, she makes it. She she tops it with cornflakes. Give it that extra crunch yeah. on top. Delicious. To an extent, some casseroles kind of can taste the same. They can, because you end up you use the cream, cream of mushroom, mushroom soup. Yeah, it all kind of has. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Hash brown casserole. I don't use a. I think it's cream of chicken. So yeah, yeah. but yeah, I see what you're getting at. Uh, Sheldon Nations. Is this a bigger game for Mike Leach or Lane Kiffin? Mike Leach? Feels like it's Mike Leach. Well, I, I don't Every, know. Everybody's that. on board with Kiffin, even if he yeah. loses. See, that was why I was having second thoughts, because like all the momentum that it feels like Ole Miss is getting, if they lose this game, does it go away? That's a good question. Um, and for Mike Leach, if you win this game, it solidifies that... You're doing things right. The purge has happened, everybody's yeah. on board, you're moving forward. So, so what's your answer then? I think I'm still 51-49 Leach. Okay. What does the drink menu look like for Saturday? Well, for Joel and I, will be working, so mine's going to look like Coca-Cola. Yeah, probably a bottle of water for, yeah. for old Joel T. Yeah, so you know, that's, we're Maybe, not the right guys to ask Probably that some press box coffee because, unfortunately, there's not a strange brew in the... And there never will be. Yeah, in the, in the Oxford yeah. press box. Granted, I don't know. My, no coffee. Is, is it up by then? Hopefully I can have a cup. Uh, Sheldon is a sweet potato casserole fan. Not, not going to complain at all. I love some sweet potato. All right. Uh, okay. Will Fry. What SEC West school besides Texas A&M, because they haven't been there long enough, has not been to the SEC championship? Should we go through these? Yeah, it's been a while since we answered this. Right. I don't know if I can recall. Well, we know Alabama. Yeah. And then LSU went last year, so let's take them out. Yeah. And we know Mississippi State's been. Yeah, and Arkansas's kind of had its lumps in recent years, but I can remember a time under they've, Houston. They've up, been, I think, three times. Yeah. And we know Auburn's been because they won a national title. Yep, so right. yeah, so that's that's five. Who's and A&M's out? So there's who's left in the West? State plays them this week. Uh, Ole Miss. Ah, Ole Miss has not been to the SEC uh, championship game. His favorite is dressing. Uh, let's see here, Matt Haynes. What's the best Thanksgiving night egg bowl? This is an easy one, right? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. It's not even close. What would even what would last year, last year would that last be the, year? But that's a, that's a different kind of situation there. Yeah. Um, can you remind me how happy and gleeful you and Joel Coleman were on the podcast the Friday after the Egg Bowl last year? So that would have been our post. That's not happy and gleeful. That is sleep deprived and near insane. It was two in the morning when we were recording that thing. Yeah. We were just out of it at that point. 
Who's been the most impressive freshman on offense this year? The most impressive freshman on offense, Jaden Wally. That's who I was going to go with. He's gotten better every week, it feels like. Uh-huh. And he looks like he's becoming a real threat. Now, the answer to this, when it's said and done, could end up being Will Rogers. Right. But right now, right now. I would I would say Wally. Matt says, Thanksgiving dishes, dressing, and mac and cheese. Now we're talking. Ooh. Love mac and cheese. Love it so much. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see here. Daniel Montgomery, why is a jailer the guard at a jail, but the prisoner the person imprisoned? That's an excellent question. Daniel, you've, you've, you've stumped us on this one. I, I was trying to think of some sort of rationale to yeah. give you, and I can't... I don't get it, yeah. Feels like an er. Anytime there's an er, like painter, one who paints. You know, runner, one who runs. runs. Shouldn't a prisoner be one, one who, who prisons? prisons? And not one who is in prison. Yeah. Daniel, you may have cracked the English language right there. Pizza is the best Thanksgiving dish. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. If I went to a Thanksgiving dinner that served pizza, I would not be mad. I wouldn't be mad, but I'd be like, I want some other things. You know, there needs to be, well, th- there needs I mean, to be turkey there too. I'd be like, well, it's unique, but it is unique. Uh, give me a slice of that, slice of that, slice of that. Yeah. All right. Sign me up. Uh, let's see here. No, no Thanksgiving dish. There, there was a point in time in my life where you know, God bless them. All of my grandparents are now with the Lord, and and. Uh, Katie's as as well, but there was a point in time in my life where we had so many Thanksgivings. I would have welcomed a pizza Thanksgiving somewhere just to have, just to to have break something it up. different. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. Zach Slaughter, who was the most productive football, basketball, and baseball player to ever play and win against Ole Miss during their time at State. So the player for football has got to be Chris Ralph, right? Who was the most? What's the, all right? Let's re-ask that. All right, what football player had the best career against Ole Miss, basically? Okay. Chris Ralph? Uh, I mean, no other state quarterback has three wins. No, if Fitz hadn't yeah. happened to fit, it would be Fitz if, if what happened in his last I'm going to give Ralph the nod over Fitzgerald. Okay. Yeah, feels right. Basketball. See, I don't remember a men's basketball player. Guy just dominated Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Although Stansbury had, you know, and Stansbury is the answer. He wants to know about the coaches. It's clearly Rick Stansbury. Yeah. But was there a player that just year in, year out just rang them up? Not that I recall. My my answer might be Victoria Vivians or Tierra McCowan. Yeah. Because, I mean, they just dominated yeah. Ole Miss. And baseball's a slam dunk. It's Jake Mangum. I mean, it's, you don't even have close. to think. Yeah. And then, obviously, with football, <sighs> I mean, Jack, you finished seven and six against them. Moorhead, thousand winning percentage. I mean, Moorhead might be the answer here. I mean, I don't know what Alan McKean's was off the top of my head. You know, Mullen was what five and four, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, Joe Moorhead's the correct answer. And then uh, obviously, you know, over the last few years, it's been different coaches. Ron Polk dominated Ole Miss. I think he like yeah, he easily doubled them up in terms of wins and losses. So that's it, right? Yeah, Chris Lamonis has never lost to Ole Miss, right? That's true. He's four zero. <laughs> uh, and deviled eggs is Zach's Thanksgiving dish. Of I don't want any part of that. Not not a fan. Not, I'm not, not a fan. But you know what? That, hey, eat to each their own. I am glad you enjoy it, and I hope you do this week. Someone called Rock Kicker. Joe Moorhead's been gone almost a year. It's time to get you a new Twitter handle. Uh, why does Ole Miss suck at life? Second rhetorical question of the day. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> these are questions you already know the answer to. They just do. 
he likes all of the desserts except pumpkin pie. I can get behind that. Tyler Nelson, how would State and Ole Miss fare this year and long term if you switch Le- Leach and Kiffin? State would be better offensively. Ole Miss would be about the same, I think. Corral and that group, that they, they would be able to make it work. Yeah. Uh, I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's right. All right. I'm just trying to think what I feel different about the future of Mississippi State's program if if Le- if uh, if you flipped them. Like, how does the future look for both institutions if you flip them? Well, if you're if you're state, you have the same worry that Ole Miss does, which yeah. is Kiffin will leave at the next big opportunity. But that's a good thing because if he has the ability to leave, it means he, he did his job. He did his job. Yeah. Well, that's the thing though. Like, let's say he goes four and eight or four and six this year, right? So I guess they're somewhat better than they were a year ago. They don't have any more wins. And then let's just play the game, and you know somebody calls and hires him, Texas, whatever. Were they really any better? So, do you think that's any... Is that in the realm of possibility Probably, that he I could leave after this year? Yeah, if the right job came calling. I think so. He left Tennessee after one year. Man. He left Tennessee. Tennessee, a yeah. much better program. He left him after one year to go to USC. What if USC says, hey, time heals all wounds, come home? Leaving two SEC programs after after one year. It'd be hilarious. So, uh, Tyler Nelson, if you won the Egg Bowl, would you leave the trophy on the field just to show you're the better man and could rise above the toxicity? He put some sarcastics on the end of this. You know, this is the dumbest thing. Folks can talk about that all they want to. You and I have both been on fields when the Egg Bowl is over. Yeah. Those players are getting that trophy. They want that trophy. I don't know how it's going to work in a COVID-19 Environment. Last year, didn't they do? They did the they new the thing where yeah. the, the trophy. If would, Ole Miss had won, they would have gotten the trophy you had, in the locker room. You had to go. Well, the state didn't. They have to go. State sent players into their locker room to, to go get the get trophy. It. Yeah. If if Ole Miss had won, both teams would have departed the field, and then somebody would have brought the trophy to Ole Miss. That's how that would work. That's how I guess that will work. The way to work this year is the trophy will just be in the locker room when state gets back in there. Because it's it's the visiting team. Yeah. So State being the visitors will not, if they get the trophy, if they win, there won't be any on-field celebration. But if Ole Miss gets it, they can they can celebrate on the field. Is that correct? I think that's right. All right. I'll have to go back and reread the... Yeah. Because I assume it'll be the same thing this year. Tyler's favorite Thanksgiving drink, not dish, is his Aunt Pam's sweet tea. Makes a mean sweet tea, evidently. Rob Hadaway... I like some good southern sweet tea. Oh, you're right. Rob Hadaway... What is an egg bowl you'd com- like to completely re-experience, start to finish? Ooh, it might actually be 07 for me. Really? Okay. Because I, I just oh, what really, a terrible game. It was though. a terrible game, but it was when I was working with the athletic department, and I don't know, just a lot of things that day were fun for me. And and then of course the way it ended, and I was a, a big man. I want Sylvester Croom to figure this thing out, guy. And that day, I kind of thought he had. I thought this finally, you know, it, it's about that. It didn't, but I don't yeah. know. That was just a really good day for me, top to bottom. Being in that athletic department, working around that game, the vic- mm-hmm. the thrill of the victory. Yeah. That, there was a lot of fun there that day for me. 2016 is my answer. To go to Oxford and completely blow them out yeah. and just run the ball right down their throats the whole game was fantastic. How much would be a fair price to see 
a DM conversation between Brandon Walker and Brennan Chapman. I'd, I'd pay a hundred bucks to watch, to read it. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't even think about it. I'd be like, here's my money. Let me read it. That'd be a good podcast. Could, could we get them both on at the same time and just like? I don't have car salesmen on the podcast. There's, unless they're buy, buying airtime. So no. Homer Skelton uh, car dealerships wants to buy some airtime. Sure. Uh, Rob likes sweet potato casserole with the brown sugar and pecan topping. That's uh, yeah, sign me up. Sounds good. Justin Strawn at nine thirteen at night. Not bad. Um, we hadn't gotten any like ridiculous times from him lately. Well, because he's, he's out. You know, he's he's still recovering from that that knee injury on injured reserve. Yeah, he's on IR. Uh, let's see here. I asked after Vanderbilt if that was the maddest state fans had ever been after a win. I'll follow that with, is that the happiest state fans have ever been after a loss? Yes. I try to think of, like, Mullen's first year. Was there a game where, like... I mean, like that LSU game that state lost? Yeah, that, that's... People a, were not happy. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> but that's because, I think, because of the They nature, thought they were about it, to win the game. You, I mean, you were... You should have won You were knocking game. on the door. Maybe, like, after Alabama 2017, people were like, okay... You know, because you didn't know Mullen was leaving, right? You think man, next year they're going to take him? You know, we finally caught up here. That's the only one. But it does, you're probably correct. This is the answer. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. What's this season like if it's Joe Judge instead of Mike Leach? Well, you got an assistant or two that may have a black eye. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> that was not true. Was it not true? No, I, I'm not being true. Okay. Uh, well, first off, we're well, what about, a what a crappy thing to report. Well, so that guy said he he's not a reporter. He's he's a he he delves in opinions. He's got some scoop, and he just went with it. Is what he said. Well, that's completely irresponsible. It's completely irresponsible. Yeah, you can't do that. But so the main differences obviously are you're talking about Garrett Schrader is still the quarterback because you're running a, a zone read power run kind of offense. Kylan Hill, I don't know if he's still here or not. Um, but you, the team just looks a lot different from a result standpoint. LSU is so bad defensively that I think State could have still been successful. I'm calling that a win. But then you probably have won at least one more game, maybe two. Yeah. Because you, you don't have the growing pains. Yeah. Maybe win at Kentucky or something. Yeah. This is a good question. Lane Kiffin is often considered part of Nick Saban's coaching tree. Is he really, though? He was an established coach before joining Saban while all the others were not. If anything, Kiffin has had more of an impact on Saban with the way he runs offense now than Saban had on Kiffin. This is a great point. When Lane Kiffin joined that staff, he'd already been a head coach of two major college programs and an NFL team. He's not part of Saban's tree. No. He's not like, like Napier or, or Smart. No, or he guys. went through the Saban image car wash is all right. he did. And he's correct in that... His impact yeah. stuck with Saban. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So maybe Nick Saban is in the Lane Kiffin coaching tree. Yeah, oh, that, Ole Miss uh, might put that on a banner. That, that <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna be like a giant graphic. Lane Kiffin is Nick Saban is part of the Lane Kiffin coaching tree. Joel Coleman, Sports <laughs> Illustrated. <laughs> You're welcome over there, guys. Uh, let's see here. In the Disney world of cartoon characters, every character that has a significant other is of the same species except Goofy and Clara. What's going on there? Got a dog and a cow. That's a good question. What goes through people's heads sometimes when they send these questions? Like, 
Oh, my biggest, my biggest concern with Goofy has always been that he can t- walk and talk, and Pluto can't. And Pluto can't. Like, is Pluto disabled? <laughs> What's going on? And, and Goofy wears clothes, and Pluto doesn't. That is really though an, an intriguing question. If you're just if, if you're making this show, yeah. I mean, Daffy. I'm not Daffy. Um, Donald has a uh, has Daisy. Has Daisy. M- Mickey's got Minnie. Yeah. Uh, you you draw it out. All the couples do stick. In species, and then you got a dog and a cow. Well, Goofy is not the brightest yes. bulb in the in in the Christmas tree. Gosh, gosh. When I when I met Goofy at Disney, I was like, you know, why you're my favorite. And of course, he can't talk. He just sort of cocks his head. I was like, because you're the smart one. And he was just like, sort of nodding at me. <laughs> I was like, chocolate pie, favorite dessert for uh, for Justin Strong. I love Ooh. chocolate. I'm having chocolate pie on Saturday, or on I'm sorry, on Thursday. All right, is there? Uh, is there a uh, nope? There's no nothing there. Nope. Got no, come on, guys. Oh, no, here we go. He did. He came back and got it later. Patton Paris. If you and I are, had a Freaky Friday swap, who would have the tougher time adjusting to their new life? I've got a hot take. Okay. I don't know. It may not be a hot take because you may agree with me. Mm-hmm. It may be me. Because my my first instinct when I read when I saw that question mm-hmm. was it'd be you because you got three babies basically in the yeah. house. Yeah. But then I'm like. Well, by and large, you've been there before. Hey, I know what to do. I don't know what to do with gonna, boys. Yeah, but yeah, but but I might be more fun for me. Be like, I finally have sons. You're gonna throw me into a situation where two suddenly I have two teenage girls. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be yeah, yeah. Plus now you're fat. <laughs> you know what I would do if I was you? The first thing I would do, I go run like five miles just because so just you could because I could do it. Be like, oh, this is great. Your knees will hurt still. I'm I don't sure. care. I don't care. I'll be all You'll right. You'll be able to get the run. The fact in, that but... I could run and not be out of breath after like twenty seconds <laughs> is so awesome. You know, that's the thing for me. When I'm done running, I feel like cardiovascular. I keep going, like my legs just cannot go much further. We need to fight, figure out a way to do this and like let you stay with me for like six months there, so that I could you would lose weight. <laughs> Now, you might come back. I couldn't put on that much weight. I just couldn't. But you could lose it, and then we'd be really great to swap back. Uh, Do you uh, like Travolta and uh, Nicolas Cage? Face off. <laughs> face like, off. Like, That's a little different. Take yeah. his face. Patton Paris likes stuffing, and he's thinking, yes, I want it cooked inside the turkey. So that is actual stuffing. There is a difference. Uh, Tiffany Slaughter. Do you prefer Indi- the Indiana Jones series or the Back to the Future series? Uh, I'm probably more of an Indiana Jones guy. I don't like the sequels to Back to the Future. Yeah. They're not as good. The original is by far the best. Whereas my favorite Indiana Jones is the last one. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the Crystal Skull. <laughs> I'm talking about Last Crusade with Sean Connery. Yeah. Junior. Crystal Skull was not Didn't good. happen. Yeah. Did not happen. So Indiana Jones is my, my answer. Her favorite is, her favorite meal, bacon-wrapped green beans and a side of Ole Miss Losing. And she wishes us both a happy thing. Bacon wrapped green beans are sneakily. I'm doing I'm very doing Brussels good. sprouts with bacon uh, this weekend or this Thursday. And I see maybe I could. I'm not a big Brussels sprouts guy, but if you're wrapping bacon, it's not wrapped, in, but there's chunks of bacon in there. Okay, well maybe and I'm Parmesan cheese. So cheesy bacony Brussels sprouts, delicious. Yeah, you may have just made a Brussels sprout that I enjoy. Well, you feel free to come by and have one. <laughs> All right. Uh, still nothing there. You got to send these. You see, no dish, no no question. Brooks Roberts, our good friend. Who are the most underrated football, basketball, baseball players from Mississippi State in the past decade? College career only. Baseball, Cody Brown. That's a good choice. Very good choice. Just a ball player, man. Yeah. 
Would Austin Sexton be one? Was never the number one guy. Never the number one guy, but he was pretty solid. Really good. Uh, Football. Kind of was overshadowed a little bit by Dakota, because when they – that was about – That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a good pick. But I like yours. I like Cody Brown. I I I think Jake Mangum would agree with you. I had to think about – yeah, probably so. Dude dude was, man. He could play all over the place. He was just a – He was a guy – you you enjoyed seeing him come up in a clutch situation. You knew he was going to deliver. Uh, let's let's go back to front here. Basketball most underrated. Mm-hmm. See, they haven't had any real stars. I mean, I tell you what, Q is actually underrated. Cornelio Weatherspoon is underrated. Like that guy was a dominant basketball player. Yeah, if he's on another state, had the success it had in large part because Q was on those yeah, teams. Those last two years, and if Q he and if he had a little more around him, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, despite the I fact agree. that. He was the star of those teams. He's yeah. still underrated, I think. I thought Rockwest Johnson was underrated. I, that's a very good pick. Yeah. Then football, I got a hot take one here. Okay. It's Nick Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald is Mississippi State's second greatest quarterback of all time. Now, there's a big gap between him and Dak, but he's number two. He's the all-time leading rusher for a quarterback, and some people like to poo-poo that stat. Yeah, you I, know, I, I don't care. I don't know what the percentage is, but there's a large percentage of Mississippi State fans that if you start to discuss Nick Fitzgerald, it would mm-hmm. start with, oh, he couldn't throw. Couldn't throw. Like, yeah. okay, but, but look what he could do. He won ball games. He won ball games, tough as nails, and yeah. would run all over your yeah. rear end. Everybody who saw K.J. Costello slide short of a first down marker immediately wished for Nick Fitzgerald right there. No question. I also thought of Gary Green there. Gary Green is a good choice. Because uh, he was also overshadowed. Chavez Calhoun is a good one. Um, I mean, there's a lot we're, of... We're going very recent with these picks. That's but. true, but I mean... I'm trying to think, like, back in the... Somebody like uh, like Michael Davis. Yeah. He was sort of the start of State's great run of tailbacks. But nobody really ever thinks about him that much. Um, so, yeah. Don Smith is a guy that, had he played in this day and age of football, would have been a superstar. Playing the zone read kind of thing. But an incredible player. Crawfish dressing, number one, for Brooks Roberts. Uh, let's see here. Nope. I don't nope. think I've ever had crawfish dressing. Neither have I, but it sounds delicious. Yeah, I, I would definitely like to give it a shot. Yep. Uh, nope. Nope. All these people, man, come on. How, you, asked, you didn't follow the rules. Don't, don't feel bad. Don't, it's your fault. Rob Montgomery, what would be better to, for the program? Keep the Egg Bowl in its rightful place, but proceed to lose at home to Missouri and Auburn to finish three and seven, or give back the Egg Bowl but finish on a high note to win, wind up four and six? Is there really a huge difference between three and seven, four and six in a year where either one of those records will get you into a bowl game? No, I think the the, the answer here is you got to beat Ole Miss. You need to beat Ole, beat Ole Miss, yeah. Now, if you can win all three, that would be that's yeah. fantastic, but. Yeah, winning the Egg Bowl this year would hold a little weight. If State wins all three, they can just run that dang Mike Leach bandwagon video on loop all offseason. Yeah. Wherever they want to. No, you're right. I mean, because everybody's got 2021. They're ready to kick it off immediately. Yeah. Rob Montgomery's favorite uh, Thanksgiving dish, green bean casserole. I'm really surprised that we've had that as much as we have. That's what, there are the some third, people who third make, or fourth time? There are some people who make like homemade green bean casserole. I mean, like they're making the cream of mushroom. You, know, you can make that pretty easily. Yeah. So, you know, why not? Uh, a. Swenson, favorite dish is smoked turkey. Brines it for a half week, half a- brines it for a week, half apple, half orange juice with a mix of spices. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, why is Lang 
Lane Kiffin so dang likable? Why can't he be more like that freeze guy and be easy to hate? Well, if he wins on Saturday, those seeds will be planted. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how much you like him if, if Ole Miss is running up the score and he's throwing clipboards in the sky and yeah. they're up by 21 and you're just frustrated. We'll see if you like Lane Kiffin then. Exactly. So, uh, Hump for hoops. More embarrassing Ole Miss Egg Bowl movement. The 2019 piss in the miss or 2018 Matt Corral trying to fight the MSU secondary? <laughs> Elijah Moore is the answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the more... Corral, Corral is the... That was not smart. Not smart in that, that, that thought process there. His favorite is sweet potato casserole with the brown sugar topping, brown sugar pecan topping, not that marshmallow trash, he says. Yeah, that, that sounds very good. Yeah. Kyle Niblett, our good hey. friend. Who are our, I think he meant to say men's and women's, but he said women's and women's. But who are our picks in the Royal Rumble? Uh, so I thought about this, right? Okay. I, I, I firmly believe that they're going to bring The Rock back to fight Roman Reigns. He's not going to go in the Royal Rumble, right? So the winner of this is going to fight Drew McIntyre. So who on Raw are we going to get? I know who it should be right off the top of my head. But I don't know. I don't think it'll be him. Well, if you think that's the route they're going, then you have to pick a heel. You have. You should pick a heel. That's not who I would pick, but you should. So Sheamus would actually make some sense here because if they want to go with this Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre, they've been best friends their whole life. Yeah, and then turn on him. Kind of. I mean, yeah. he gave him the sword a week or two Didn't ago. AJ Styles, isn't he on Raw now? Yeah. AJ Styles would be a good choice. The right choice is Keith Lee. You get face-face there. I know. Unless somebody I, turns. But that's that's the right choice. A, another a dark horse here. Mm-hmm. It's another face, though. I guess this could also be an answer if, if Rock doesn't come back, although this doesn't have tremendous box office appeal. They're trying to push Big E. Yeah. And... Anyway, I, that's kind of a dark horse guy for me to to watch for, but I, I don't know that that's the route they would they would take for Mania. I mean, Big E versus Roman Reigns that doesn't really sound like a a Mania main event, right? So, anyway, The Rock may they could throw that in there as a surprise too. Okay, and then for the women, uh, Charlotte. She hadn't been on there for... I don't know what her health status is, is the only thing. But if she's back for Rumble season, mm-hmm. she can make her return in the Rumble and win the whole shebang. To go against who? Asuka? Uh, either Asuka or, or Sasha. I mean, that's your two champs right now. Feels like... Feels like Sasha and Bailey will go at it one more time, Again, don't you think? Maybe. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's who we're going with, then. Uh, Kyle Niblett. Bacon-wrapped deviled eggs dipped in jam. Like strawberry jam? I don't know about that. That's an interesting That's... combination. Uh, Miller Time says, Rank these modern egg bowls for awesomeness. 09, 13, 16, 19. 09, 13, 16, 19. We're ranking it in terms of awesomeness? Yeah. Ah. Oh nine thirteen. Let's see. Awesomeness. Which game did I leave thinking that was awesome? I mean, sixteen may be the answer for as far as just in awe at what happened. Yeah. 
Because I don't know that I... I'm going, even if I thought State was going to win that day, I didn't think they was going to win like that. So all four of these games are, are great for different reasons. For me, I'm going to say 9 16 19 13 But, man, I'm really nitpicking. Yeah. But I like 9 because I didn't think State was going to win the game. Well, you didn't think they were going to win 16 either. But I, I knew Ole Miss wasn't good. Yeah. And I thought, like, we could run the ball on them. 9 I thought Ole Miss was just, was just much better. That, and that was sort of the start of everything. So, And then 16, like you mentioned, just to dominate them in Oxford was great. 19 is just hilarious. The, the way they lost is just hilarious. And then 13, great. Everything's great there, but that's a really raw, bad football game Yeah, <laughs> to the last few minutes. So you're you going to agree? Or, yeah. Okay. I, I, now, we must rank these modern Egg Bowls for awfulness. 12, 14, 15, 17. Personally, twelve sucked for me. Seventeen's the worst one for me. Seventeen may may be the You're a huge worst favorite, one overall, and Nick Fitzgerald just gets taken out. That's 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 rough to watch. Yeah, fourteen is awful too. Because if you win that, I don't know that you're going to get in the playoff. But, but you're, you're gonna, in the conversation. You're going to put them to the test, right? Yeah. Fifteen just sucked. Just sucked from the beginning. Yeah. They made Dak cry before the game. Ole Miss came out there and smacked him in the mouth. But at least at least they they got it. So such a big lead, you're able to disengage from it. So I'm going to go. 17, 12, 14, 15. You're going to go 12 yeah. top? I, I'm going to swap it just because of my personal experience in yeah. 12. 12, 17, 14, 15? Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't anything like, you know, I need to sue anybody in Oxford, but it was just as a Mississippi State oh, fan at the time, uh, that was not a fun experience for me. I got you. <laughs> Miller Time says he likes to take, he loves his mom's cornbread dressing, but what's really best is using leftover turkey to make gumbo the weekend after. Mm. That's not a bad choice. Uh, let's see here. Steven wants to know our favorite and the most iconic Undertaker matches. Uh, my, my favorite's 25, WrestleMania 25. 25. Yeah, mine is probably, uh, probably Hell in the Cell with Mick Foley. Just because of what it is. It's just such a spectacle. I think his most iconic match is the first match against Kane. The WrestleMania match? Yeah. Yeah. Because they made that story last for 20 years. You know, I mean, it's just... That was the first time ever anybody really stood toe-to-toe with The Undertaker, could match him. I thought that, I think that's my answer for iconic. But the Hell in the South one could be it, too. And so it could be either one of his matches with Triple H or Shawn Michaels. Got a lot of options here. Yeah, you really do. You really do. So, uh, and then green bean casserole once again for uh, for Stephen. Uh, let's see here. I feel like I, I skipped somebody. There was a question I remember seeing. So well, they may not have included a favorite food. No, they did. They did. Here we go. Caleb Garner. I think we did Thanksgiving dish power rankings the, the last week, didn't we? Can't remember. Well, Maybe let's we do did. a top five. Yeah, yeah, we well, no. I think last week we did our perfect Thanksgiving okay, yeah, yeah. plate or right. whatever. So, so number one is the turkey. Yes, it's the king. Number two is what dressing. It's either dressing or you can. For me, if you want to jump mac and cheese up to two, I'm cool with that. Mac and cheese is two. Dressing is three. Four is four green bean casserole. No, for me, it's some kind of sweet potatoey. Sweet potato sweet casserole. Potato or, yeah. Okay. It'd be something like and then that. green bean casserole is fifth. I'm good with that. All right. Honorable mention to rolls. Got to have rolls on Thanksgiving. Uh, any kind of like congealed salad or fruit salad-y thing, because every Thanksgiving table has them. And then uh, cranberry sauce. 
That's out, of, out of the can. For me, that's the only kind. Okay. Uh, what is on the bucket list of college basketball arenas to visit for a game? Rupp. I've been to Rupp. Um, Cameron Indoor. Cameron. Uh, uh, whatever. The Dean Smith Assembly Center, where, where I guess that's where North Carolina plays. The Carrier Dome would be cool. Yeah. Uh, Assembly Hall, where Indiana plays, mm-hmm. would be cool. Um, the coolest one I've been to is probably uh, Auburn's new arena. It's really, really nice. Really nice. You got a like a, a college basketball place that stands out for you? Uh, no. Not really. I, I haven't. I, I haven't been on the road just a ton yeah, with yeah. college basketball. Um, I tell you what, man. Having not been on the road a ton, the Pavilion they did that place. It's right. nice. It's they did Auburn's that right. is nicer though. It's nicer. Uh, dressing was Caleb's favorite. Let's see here. Uh, Hayes Brooks, who normally has Thanksgiving dinner with me. I got hopefully next year we can get back to that. Would a bowl game hurt or help this team? Oh, help, help. They need no the practices doubt. big time. Is Howard the Duck the worst '80s movie? It's it's in the conversation. I, I have don't I, I, I don't watch it. Just don't watch it. Opine here. It's not good. Is Prime Rib the best second meat at Thanksgiving? It certainly is up there. It was very very good when we had that a couple <laughs> years ago. Uh, and his best side dish is his grandmother's dressing. It's called dressing for thirty five people. You can't cut it in half. It's <laughs> dense. All right. Our good friend and host Steve Robertson wants to know. The biggest Egg Bowl B-lister. What non-star made the most memorable play? I have one. If you okay, go Eugene Clinton. Yeah, that feels like that's the answer to me. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't. I don't guess I can top that. I'll. I'll think as we continue on. But. Okay. Your favorite BG song. <laughs> I, Hadn't listened to just a ton of Bee Gees. I'll I'm be going honest. with more than a woman. It's where I'm going on this. Sure, sure. Least annoying Ole Miss player from the last decade. Any sport? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Least annoying Ole Miss player from the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's coming to yeah, mind. Like, there's no way that's struggling. Like I actually. I liked watching Dexter McCluster play. That's yeah, that's he's fair. a good player. Uh, should Turkey Day family football be tackle or two hand touch? Two hand touch. It's gotta be two I, I, gotta, touch. I mean, you, you get to include more people. Nobody's gonna get you hurt. You don't want Aunt Ira or somebody breaking a knee, right? I mean, you can. right. That way, if you have daughters, they can play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah got to go touch. I don't know what pink salad is, but I assume it's going to go under that whole thing congealed we just salad about, thing, the congealed fruit kind of salad thing. So that's Steve Robertson's favorite thing. I'm still thinking about the whole uh, Egg Bowl B-lister thing. That's a good one. That's a good question. We may, we, There's we, probably one standing out there somewhere. Yeah, that we're not thinking yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, like, Westerfield doesn't really count. He was the good kicker. Um, so, yeah, I mean, nobody just stands out as, like, they had a monster game for, and then didn't really ever do anything else. Uh, we got one from the American Dream. Do I do the voice? You again? absolutely do. Joel Coleman, first, firstly, my favorite holiday dish is sausage stuffing. <laughs> if you will, delightful. <laughs> my question is, is, will Coach Sanders be the third man, and whose side will he be on? Somebody like Deion Sanders? The third man? What is, it, what is he talking about? 
It's okay. I, I love doing the voice, but I don't know what the question's about. Who who's he rooting for? Who, who do you think Primetime's rooting for in the Egg Bowl? Ah, uh, it's gonna be Ole Miss, isn't it? Because he's got his boy Buckley up there now. That's possible. I, I'm trying to think. Of who, would he have any connections to Mississippi State? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe probably Ole Miss. But he probably was on state side the last couple of years. Yeah. Because he had Buckley. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Rob Chittum. If I did my research right, 75 points is the most scored in any Egg Bowl. 55-20 from 2016. Does the 2020 top that score total? Possibly. Probably. I'd say probably. Probably. Yeah. And then deep fried turkey. That's his choice. Whew. All right. From Coach Alford. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Favorite Thanksgiving dish is chicken and dressing. Chicken on Thanksgiving. Huh. Favorite weird Thanksgiving dish, raw oysters or seafood gumbo. Man, I'll eat that on Thanksgiving. You'll I, eat raw, raw oysters? Oh, yeah. You're a big raw oyster? Love them. Love them. You ever had them? I, I don't want them. Would you try one? I mean, it's probably not. Okay. I like to make a sandwich out of them. Not really a sandwich, but I like... Put it on a cracker, a little hot sauce, yeah. a little lemon. Delicious. How many opt-out players do we see for state next season? I don't know. They won't have opt-outs next year, I don't think. I don't think it'll be the same. I hope not, because that means this mess is continuing That's true, on. Yeah. Um, how many current seniors do you see returning? Right now, the only one I would think, I don't know if Scott Lashley will stay or not. There's a lot of talk about that. Like, will he stay or will he go? I mean, he doesn't really have any film, but at the same time, he'd be going on his sixth year of college. He might just be ready to move on. I think Javante Payton might come back. He's the only one I would think. Just because he's only been in college for two years. He's been two years at JUCO. Other than that, I think everybody else is gone. Yeah. I, any? Do you see any route like Kobe Jones or Marquis Spencer or no, somebody like that with I stick? That. I can't either. Well, those guys have had good enough years. They're probably going to be in yeah. the NFL conversation. So. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, let's see here. Um J.B. Holloway, even if Ole Miss does drop uh, seven to eight and rush three or four, do you think State will still move the ball the way they did versus UGA's man? Ole Miss is just bad defensively. If you listen to the interview I did earlier on uh, Tuesday with Michael Borky, he talks about it. He's like, they're just constantly out of position. They miss tackles. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for Mississippi State, right? Yep. Oh, I, was, I, I was thinking okay. about something else for the moment there. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, and he asked, do you think they'll be healthier and more available DBs this week? No. Uh, it's going to be pretty pretty light, I think. It's going to be the same as it was, pretty much, yeah. Uh, he, he, he doesn't list his favorite, but he does say cranberry sauce is straight garbage. Now, see, I disagree. I, I disagree. I, yeah. I, no, I'm, I'm for some cranberry sauce. It's just got to be the, the canver. You, you bring out some like homemade stuff. It's got chunks in it. I don't want that. Just give me the plain old out the can. Then I'm then I'm all in. All right. I got you. Uh, Ford Polk, our good friend. Favorite Thanksgiving dishes is grandma's sweet potato casserole. Doesn't do the marshmallows, but has candied pecans on top. It's basically a dessert, and I can never get enough of it. Uh, I had COVID about two weeks ago. When I finally get my taste back, what should I eat first? I can't be pizza. I can't eat it because it gives me migraines, and I can't see when I get them. That's pretty rough that you can't eat pizza. Pizza gives him migraines. There's something I, going not, on there. I'm not disputing you. I just, I've just never odd. heard of I've that. I've never heard of that. Uh, hot wings. Something spicy. Something you really yeah, taste. Yeah, really get, the, really get, get those nerves buds. back yeah, yeah. going. Yeah, get some, Wake them up. Something spicy. Some Cajun food. There you go. 
Currently, Mississippi State's record all-time is 571, 590, and 39. How many seasons do you think it will take to get over 500? So, 571 and 590. You're 29 games under – I'm sorry, you're 19, 19 games under 500. So you would have to go – you'd have to have nine straight years of being – or I guess ten straight years of being two games or more over 500. I mean, that's going to be tough. Because you're going to have some years where you're only – you know, you're at 500. You're going to have some years where you're, you know, seven and six. I guess, you know, and I guess there's no season where you're going to be – if you finish six and six, you're going to go to a bowl. So you're either going to be six yeah. and seven or seven and six. But it's going to be tough. And I wonder, is that the actual on the field record? Or are they counting all those, you know, two years? I think that's actually counting those two years worth of forfeits. Don't count those. Just go on the field. Well, if that's the case, awful close then, right? I mean, if you're – anyway, who knows? Who knows? I, I, I don't have the media guide in front of me, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, UAB is currently 2-27 and against the ACC. Can you guess the head coaches of the two SEC teams that they beat? I'll give you a hint. The two coaches, in terms of success, are polar opposites of each other. He doesn't give us the answer, though, so I don't know. <laughs> I mean, my first thought would be smiling. It'd be like, you know, Bear Bryant and, like, who was a terrible head coach? Somebody that lost. Kroom. Kroom did lose to UAB. He did, his first yeah. year. So it's Kroom is one of them. I don't know the other one. It's got to be Bear Bryant or Steve Spurrier or somebody like that. So we'll see. Ford, please tweet us the answer. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Josh Patrick, what is your favorite Egg Bowl memory? Mine is Piggy's punt return, which turned into a 10-person jump hug in the student section. Several beverages were spilled. I mean that 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 game is so up there for me. Yeah. Not just for the game. You know, I left early, right? Else. I wasn't there when all this. Yeah, happened. you've you've mentioned that. A I few bailed before, but yeah. you're such a fair weather fan. Yeah, that's me. I'll come up there and fight you. <laughs> um, for me, it's the egg. It's the '99 Egg Bowl and coming back to win that game. I mean, there's just nothing. It's incredible, and that was a year where you had all these comebacks, and you finally thought, all right, this is the one they can't come back from, and they did it anyway. 13 and the DAC coming in really was pretty was fun. special, too. A lot of fun. Uh, Josh is a fried turkey and baked mac and cheese kind of guy. Ooh. Good choices. Like, if you gave me that for Thanksgiving, just that, yeah. I'm cool with that. All right. No, got nothing here. No side, no, no, no dish there, sir, so you don't get asked. Uh, Pepper wants to know at what time of day should the Thanksgiving feast be eaten? I kind of like the mid afternoon, like you said. Yeah. I think that's we probably put no the no time. set time on it. We just cook, and when everything's done, it's time to eat. So if you come over and you want to watch the games and, and just sit around and, and you know shoot the shoot the chew the fat with everybody, that's great. But we don't put it. We don't say, hey, we're eating at noon. You got to be here, yeah. right? We just cook, and when it's done, it's done. So yeah, mid afternoon. Yeah, you should be starting to eat right when the Lions game is winding down and the Cowboys are about to kick off. That's where you want to be. Yeah, that's a good that's a good timing mechanism. Yeah. Uh, his is his, mo- his mom's green bean dish. It has as many bacon strips as there are beans. Sounds great. <laughs> Your mom knows what she's doing. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Porky's? No. Neither have I, so we'll move forward. But Mike McKaysey says he loves a prime rib smoked at 200 degrees for 10 hours with oyster dressing. Sounds great. Kevin Wright, my wife bought her own Christmas gifts this year. What's the protocol for me getting another surprise gift for under the tree? Just go get one. My wife does that too. She'll, my wife always tells me, I want this. I'll buy that, but then I also buy a couple other things that she doesn't know about. Yeah. 
That way everybody's happy. Yep. So yeah, just go buy something. If on a given Saturday, MSU has a bye week, but Chelsea plays, do you watch the random college football game or Chelsea? I will tell you that last week, well, last week Chelsea played at 6.30, so that was not a good example. But yeah, if Chelsea's on and State's not playing, I'll, I'll be more tuned into Chelsea than I am whatever college football game. Yeah, and for me... I, if the you, Braves are playing like a Saturday morning game for some reason... And State's playing too? Yeah. I'm watching the Braves game in the press box. Yeah, that's right. As yeah. the game goes on. Yes, I know that for a fact. I mean, this granted it was the playoffs, but this happened the other day as the Braves and Dodgers were playing the NLCS. Yeah. And uh, who was State playing? That was, was that the Arkansas game? I yeah, can't remember. it was. Whichever game it was, Yeah. I, I, I was looking up every now and then, but yeah. I was locked into the Braves more so than... Yeah. Sweet potato casserole for Kevin Wright. Uh, Drew Caves. Well, maybe Drew Caves does it have. Okay, here we go. Uh, MSU. No, I can't do that one. Uh, what Matt Corral performance was worse? Throwing six ar- interceptions against Arkansas or trying to have a fist fight with Jonathan Abram and, J- and Jamal Peters? I mean, a lot of quarterbacks have thrown six picks. Not a lot of quarterbacks have decided, I'm going to go toe-to-toe with those two guys. Yeah, that's, that's up there with, uh, I don't know if it's courage or stupid. I kind of lean towards one direction or the other, but I'll let you guess which one I'm thinking. Yeah. What is your favorite moment from an obscure Egg Bowl? Mine is the 2005 Egg Bowl. State is up big in the fourth quarter, and the video board suddenly shows a bunch of cars sitting outside in traffic outside the stadium, all decorated with Ole Miss flags and decals. My dad and I still talk about that. It was awesome. Do you have one of those? I have one. I don't guess I got anything. The 96 Egg Bowl was on my 21st birthday. In the slog at Ole Miss, it was just raining and nasty. And the way they sacked—I mean, they sacked Stuart Patrick seven times. Uh, and if, you know, but it's Jackie going for two up fifteen nothing with like two minutes to go, going for two to make it seventeen nothing. And then after the game, well, that's what the card said. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just so good. So, um, and then his favorite side is uh, same thing here. My grandfather's secret sweet tea recipe that we discovered years later to be store-bought red diamond that he poured into <laughs> one of his own pictures before anybody else arrived. Shout out to Grandpa Caves. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, does anybody crap... This is the Mangum Cafe. Does anybody crap at Ole Miss more than Brandon Walker? I think not. I'm pretty sure that the answer to that is no. No. He says his favorite is jalapeno duck poppers. Uh-huh. I'll try that for sure. Another one from Pepper, who came, who did give us his favorite earlier. Do you use the self-checkout at Kroger, or do you let someone else do it? Uh, it depends on what I've got. See, here's my thing. Unless it is just stupid busy, I am not, I'm going to not check out my own groceries. I don't work at Kroger, so I'm not doing their job for them. I mean, to me, it's an evaluation process. Which one's going to be quicker? And it's as simple I'm as that. To, I'm willing to stand and wait if, I can, if, if it's not just stupid. Like, if the line is going into the aisles, I'll probably go over to self-checkout. If it's close, like, if it's close, I'm going to I'm gonna stand in line. But if it's obvious that I can get out of the store nah, three, four minutes quicker or more, it's a more, thing there. I, I'm, I'm I've, checking I've had managers back. come up and be like, sir, self-checkout's open. I'm like, yeah, I know. But I don't work here. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you self-checkout should have a 2% discount or something like that. Just a small discount for saving the labor costs. It should have that, and it doesn't. Uh, Josh Smith, is it best to message your Ole Miss friends right after an Egg Bowl win or make them wait to see you before you bring it up? It depends. 
Depends on the friend. Yeah. Some friends you want to go ahead and get that shot in. Some, you you know you're going to see them at church on it, Sunday. Just make them dread it a little bit. You make, you make Yeah, exactly. They're, they're constantly like, you, you, you get into church and you just keep looking behind you to see if they're walking in. Yeah. And when you finally catch their eye, you give them the nod. That's the best. Yeah. It's kind of like that, you know, as a kid when you had to go pick your own switch. That, that, that yes. Weight, that's kind of what that's. Yes. Oh, and then they're walking in and they're just like, oh, God, there he is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good thing. They're hoping you don't show up that Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how screwed up will basketball scheduling be this year? Very, Much. very, very screwed up. Uh, his favorite dish is apple pie. Uh, Adam Johnson loves a smoked turkey, the dark meat. What's on the ultimate thir- Thanksgiving leftover sandwich? So do you, are you a person who puts the stuffing or the dressing on the sandwich? No. I Cranberry on the sandwich? Not really, man. Really? So just, what, turkey and bread? A little cheese? Yeah. Gravy? No gravy. No, I don't. An open face turkey sandwich with gravy over the top. Oh yeah, all in. Huh? Yeah, and I'm telling you. Here's what I like to do: is I like to put a slice of cheese, and then you put hot gravy over the top. And the, the gravy and the cheese melt together. You got a sauce there, my friend, that is just delicious. Uh, does Ole Miss do a better job on third and long against Ole Miss and their quarterback and their receivers than they did against UGA? If they want to win, they better. Yeah, and if they if they don't. Uh, you guys aren't getting a victory Sunday podcast. No, they've got to be able to do that. Uh, my good friend Tyler Jones says, losing the Egg Bowl sucks. It sucks real big. Well, what percentage of bad taste is washed away from an Egg Bowl loss if they win the final two games? Also, pecan pie, undefeated, king of desserts. I'm not going to argue with that. No. Now, I-, I could go cheesecake, too. I know you're a big cheesecake Love guy. Love cheesecake, but, yeah. But pecan pies, it's up there. If I'm going to eat dessert. Yeah. Uh but that's it. Yeah, if State loses to Ole, to Ole Miss, but then, then beats win. Missouri and Auburn, you're okay. That's that's the the weird thing about this season is normally the Egg Bowl in, happens and you lose and it's just over. Season's over. It's like oh god. Yeah. You have a palate cleanser or a chance for a palate yeah because you have those two there. games. I agree with. But that. I still think there's a little bit of well darn to yeah. it no, if, I agree. If, if the Ole Miss losses. I agree. Uh, Will Stanford says. If State and Ole Miss have to enter Saturday's games to wrestling intros, which would they pick and why? So Ole Miss would come out to Hunter Hearst Helmsley's old intro, right? When he was back when he was the Blue Blood. <laughs> that does sound. That yeah. does sound about right. That sounds it? right for them. And then for State, what? Paul Birchall. the Pirate. I no, think uh, Dusty Rhodes. I'm just, just a common man. man. Yeah, yeah, that's that's perfect. There we go. So then, you, could you do Flair then for, for Ole, Miss? Ole Miss? But that's what South Carolina does. They do 2001. I don't know. His favorites are duck bombs and Watergate salad. I don't know what Watergate salad is. I don't either. I don't know what that is. Will, we want to know what that is. Tell us. Uh, Zach Huzak says, I know it's boring, but for me, the turkey is the star of the show. Absolutely. My crazier was there originally a fourth person on Sports Talk Mississippi that was the rep for Southern Miss. Well, it's that, Luke Johnson. He's there twice a week. Yeah, that... It's kind of like the fifth person yeah. at a time. Dadgummit, Cody Goldsberry didn't ask, didn't give me his favorite thing, and then he came back like three hours later. So here we go. Oh, Watergate salad is kind of like pistachio salad. I don't know if you've ever... I still like, don't know what you're... It's like green, got marshmallows and stuff in it. Oh, okay. I don't... Oh, okay. So See, that's one of those crazy I, I, congeals. I highly enjoy uh, that, but I think I've always called it pistachio salad. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, he just wants to know, Cody got does... pineapple... Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, it's really good. My wife makes them like that. It's called Whip, cherry salad, green. though. It's green. And she puts well, pecans this is green? in it. No, no, I'm sorry. It's red. It's yeah. red. My wife says it's like cherries, yeah, well, pineapple, 
Cool Whip. This is the exact same thing, but except greens. it's got pistachios. It's got pistachios. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. He just wants to know. Cody does. Will Jamal Peters be available to son Matt Corral this year? <laughs> Peters needs to be on the sidelines just in case. And then he's got deviled eggs as his go-to. Caleb Glover. <laughs> I can't if wait. If SEC to schools were represented as wrestling moves, is Ole Miss Rikishi's stink face? <laughs> ah! 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 ah. Fill the defense comprised entirely of one school's current NFL roster. Who do you take? Without knowing, I mean, I, that's a lot of research. But State would have a very good one. You'd probably have the best D-line. Slay, and I think, is Tavez Calhoun still in the league? I know Will Redmond is. So you got a couple of corners there. Um, you got a good O-line. O- you got Jenkins. and No, it says just a defense. Oh, we're just defense here. Yeah. Okay, I thought you got we were doing McKinney, like a whole team. McKinney, Preston Smith could play outside linebacker. And then uh, so could Montez Sweat. So you could run like a funky defense, you know. Your safeties are, are Abram and uh, Slay. You know, Slay's corner. Yeah, like you, you could run like Simmons and Fletcher Cox with Chris Jones and, and Danico Autry at the ends. Preston Smith, Montez Sweat, and Bernard McKinney as your linebackers. And then Slay and, and Redman with. Abram. Abram, and then I, I just have to find a safety. I'm sure there's somebody that we're not we're not thinking of off the top of our heads, but they would be there. So yeah, he likes breakfast deer sausage for for Thanksgiving. How are you, how are you eating that? I don't know. Let's see here, Andy Atkinson. Do you think we'll see a three three one four defense this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's a good thought. Put an extra guy in there, you know, just sort of... I'll tell you what, whatever Zach Arnett runs out there at this point, everybody should trust the man. That's true. Uh, he says, meat. I'm, I'm down with that. He also he gave one in every one of his questions. He also had dressing with gravy and pecan pie. Uh, in the past two games, we've had a fight and then followed that with urination simulation. What Egg Bowl-worthy event could be in store for us this weekend? I... Maybe you know we, we've done all this talk about Lane and Mike being friends. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes you can't fight any better than with some of your best friends. So maybe they have words. Maybe, maybe they just go after it. I like that. Leech right. pulls out a pirate sword or something. <laughs> My God, he's got a sword. <laughs> uh, one more from Andy. He's got a couple here. Uh, My three-year-old calls Yoda Odie. Do or did your kids have a mispronunciation that you can't correct because it's just too funny? For a long time, whenever uh, Cal T said his ABCs, uh, ABCDFGHKLMPQRSTUV, he'd say double double X, double, double Y, X. and Z. Nice. And so for a long time, his W's were double double. And now, still, he of course knows to say W, mm-hmm. but he knows that it makes me chuckle when he says double double. Yeah. So he, he'll still every now and then pull that double double, and it just. Emily makes me laugh. would say, "See you in the Mordain." <laughs> and so we still say that. Like, I don't know why she said Mordain instead of morning, but see you in the Mordain. Uh, Wade Jones, I know this is an MSU podcast, but how does it affect both teams winning and losing the Egg Bowl? So that's a good question. 
State winning puts everybody back on the Leach bandwagon. It solidifies that everybody, I think, would think Leach does have this going the right, right way. Right, right. Whereas for Ole Miss, it would really solidify, okay, we are moving in the right direction. We've, we're going to be ahead of Ole State again. Losing would hurt State a lot because you would feel like what happened at Georgia didn't mean anything. Georgia becomes an outlier. Like yeah. It's like yeah. they just, you know, emotion, whatever, yeah. that's not who this team... Right. Yeah, State's then, in limbo again. For Ole Miss, it becomes... It's a bigger question of like, what do we have to do? What do we have to do to get ahead of this team? I think that's... Yeah. That's very fair because, you know, for both State and Ole Miss, to get where you ultimately want to be and, and be competitive in the SEC West, winning the Egg Bowl's a must. Yeah. Every I year. I agree. He also says his Thanksgiving food is baked beans done right, ground beef from beef, from Welcome Home Beef, mustard, bacon, Cairo syrup, brown sugar, ketchup, and Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire? Worcestershire sauce. That's what I'm saying. Worcestershire. Whatever. I don't matter. know either. That's just, Doesn't matter. I think uh, that's one of those words that everybody pronounces different, probably. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Colton Peterman, honey glazed ham is his choice. Do you think this is the year that puts the end to the standing and line shopping and most people will move on to internet-based shopping? Probably. And that's a shame because a lot of your small businesses your mom and pop shops are, are going to suffer because of that. But yeah, it's going to be... People aren't... If people go out and do the Black Friday... Everybody's talking about it like, hey, don't you do the Thanksgiving, right? Don't do the big Thanksgiving, you know. That's not what has me worried because I feel like you can trust your family, right? It's going to yeah. be the people who show up at Walmart at 5 a.m. fighting it out over big screens. That are, you know, that's that's your issue there. So, I think you're right, uh, Colton. All right. Um, I feel like we're getting a lot of the same questions over and over again here, because a lot of people are asking about turkey. Uh, (laughs) Joey Nordog says, first off, his favorite is leftover sweet potatoes, dressing, and mac and cheese mixed together with Tony seasoning. Big old casserole of love there. Why is Trey Elston not more universally hated or mentioned as an Ole Miss heel? He tried to end Dak's career five seconds after the whistle. Not only is he not hated enough by MSU fans, Ole Miss fans love him because of that. They love him. Well, don't they? Isn't there the belief that he didn't try to hurt him or whatever? Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not. I'm sure. I'm not saying. I'm, I'm sure that's what they think. But yeah, he hit it. He hit it, took a cheap shot at him. No question. So, I agree with you. Uh, let's see here. John Jeffrey Nelson, sweet potato casserole. You can only pick one, Dylan Johnson or Joe Quavius Marks, to move forward. I mean, it's tough because we've seen Johnson have the promise, but I think I would stick with what I think the potential is, mm-hmm. and I would go with Marks. Okay. But it's tough. Yeah. He wants us to give a... Who assume- would you go with? Honestly, Dylan Johnson. Really? Yeah. I think he's a more physical runner. Um. Assuming we have a normal schedule this year and keep Zach Arnett, give a quick record prediction. So states next year, their East game would be at Vanderbilt. W. Then they have the other, you know, the other normal SEC game. So let's just say they can go. Can they go four and four in the conference? Because right now, I mean, the Kentucky doesn't look like somebody that you... feels like you can win that game. Yeah. I mean, um, Arkansas feels like it'll be a winnable game. I'm not saying they'll on win. The road. It's on the road, but it's a winnable, it's winnable. game. And then, I mean, you have your 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 non-conference games are Louisiana Tech, NC State at home. You're at Memphis, and you have Tennessee State. So if you go four and four in conference, 
honestly, you might drop one of those non-conference games. You really might. Seven and five, eight and four. Seven and five, eight and four is best case, I think. Um, Stephen Sprawberry, unusual Thanksgiving dish. Our family is of German descent, and we have a tradition of sauerkraut with Vienna sausages cooked in it as a side dish. Man, I would just go with a little bit better sausage, man. Get some country pleasing in there or something, you know? <laughs> some kielbasa. You don't have to use those nasty canned things. If a person bought a bottle of semi-expensive bourbon, has been saving in it for a win over in celebration over a certain team that has not happened over in 10 years, should they go ahead and crack it open or continue to save it till the win happens? You should save it. Save it till yeah. yeah don't don't just crack it open. And if and look, if you if you pass on well, then your son can do it, or yeah. so on and so forth. You know, make it a tradition. Don't open that bottle. To, it's obviously Alabama. Don't do that until then. Uh, Uncle Ruckus, who I hate. Why was Vision not the most badass Avenger? He was a genius who was made up of an Infinity Stone. Please explain the way they 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 like limited Vision in Infinity War has always bothered me a little bit. Like he should have been able to take anybody. He should have been able to take out Thanos, to be totally honest. But they made him really weak, and I guess they had to. But I don't know. I don't. I don't don't I'm not else. as much into the Marvel stuff as you. Yeah, I trust your Marvel judgment over. Yeah, I, I, I never understood that. Stan Lee himself. Well, no, no, no. Pecan pie for Uncle Ruckus. Matt Black. Why do we as state fans continue to call them Ole Miss instead of their real name Mississippi, knowing that it irritates them to be called Mississippi? That's a very good question. Jackie tried to get us on that, and he did. And and really, very few are on that train. Yeah, you're right. Sweet potato casserole for uh, for Matt Black. Uh, Tony Loper, the best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. Dressing, but he wants it mixed with the turkey. As I sit in a car dealership waiting to get my car fixed on vacation, what would be a nice alternative site for the Egg Bowl? Can't have it in Jackson, though. There's just not really a place to do it. There really isn't. Um, in Hattiesburg? Get a full stadium there for once in a while. <laughs> there, there really isn't a great place. I agree. I mean... EMCC? I don't know. <laughs> no, God. <laughs> Played in Mayhew. All right. Jim Davis says, what's the more favorable matchup in this game? State's offense versus Ole Miss's defense or State's defense against Ole Miss's offense? It should be State's offense versus Ole Miss's defense because Ole Miss's defense is so, so bad. So I think that's where I'm going to go with. But State's defense has been good enough that I feel like they can at least slow down Ole Miss a little bit. Yeah. The, the only issue there was – Secondary getting torched at times last week, and so you are for sure worried about that. And then Ole Miss is going to play at a quicker tempo, so is your depth issues going to cause your secondary to get torched even more? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Boudin was his choice for. Uh oh, sorry. <laughs> for uh, for any holiday. Traditional with small chunks of pork or brisket. Interesting. Ooh. Smoked or not. And alternatively, see, now seafood boudin is delicious. It's you ever had it at Thanksgiving, though? No, but I would. Yeah. yeah I would. Uh, Dalton Lee. My parents used to have an industrial rotisserie to cook our turkey, and it was amazing. What was your favorite way to cook turkey? We discussed that. I just wanted to talk about that rotisserie. Rotisserie turkey sounds fantastic. I got married this weekend and didn't see the majority of the state game. If we had won, I would have had some very serious FOMO. Have you ever missed on an important event for something ridiculous like sports or a TV show? Don't worry, she won't listen because we are on our honeymoon. Then she tweeted at him and said, oh, I'm listening now. <laughs> you oh. idiot. Why did you Oh, you got caught. Uh, I, almost, I was late 
to my daughter's third birthday party because I was watching the MSU-LSU semifinal of the SEC tournament the year State won the tournament. And the fun part about that is I had the daughter. She was with me. So she was late to her own party because Dad was watching the game. I was going to make sure State won that game. (laughs) So we showed up about five minutes late. Uh, I was actually at a birthday party the night the Braves won and clinched their World Series championship, the only one of my life. In 1995, I was at a friend's birthday party uh-huh. and watched a lot of the party in her house while like everybody else was doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. Dalton didn't give me his favorite uh, dish, but I had to get him in there because his, his wife called him. Congratulations, though. Uh, <laughs> Just got busted. Uh, John Burnett, over the years it's become obvious I have vastly different political leanings than my cousins, aunts, and uncles. As the great Sean Connery said, they're intolerable. It's our second last crusade reference today. Great stuff. Should I go to Thanksgiving and endure the showboating this year or just skip it? So I assume that they are Democrats and you are a Republican. It's been really hard to read some of these stories of families breaking apart because of this election. I mean, that's your family, man. Can you really not put it past... You know, I mean... Can you just that, not discuss it? I mean, that's it, rough. That's rough. I, I would hope you would go and be with your family. Yeah. That's and what it, I would say. And if it comes up, change the discussion somehow? Just get it out of the way early. Be like, all right, your guy won. I hope he does great things for this country. And we'll see you in four years. Now, how is everybody doing? That's You, 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 can't, you can't let that kind of stuff break up your family. Um... He wants to know my top three casinos in Vegas. I don't know. Uh, God, what was the name of that place? Oh, no. I can't remember. So good you can't remember what they called well, it. Well, they, they, uh, I was really drunk. Uh, <laughs> what was the name of it? I don't they, They've oh, Okay. Okay. The, the best one, the nicest one to me is the win. Really, really nice place. Um, what a deceiving name for a casino. Well, it's the guy's last name, Steve Wynn. Uh, it's spelled differently. Yeah, I figured. Um, <laughs> the Venetian is really, really cool in terms of like all the outs. All it's just it's just cool looking. So I'll go with that number two. And then if you just want, I think they have since upgraded it. But when I was at O'Shea's Casino, imagine if a fraternity house had a really bad fraternity house had a casino in the middle of it. There are beer pong tables. There's, there people are out, I think we're just vomiting in the middle of of the the floor. Uh, there was their their in house restaurant was a Burger King. It was incredible. But we played blackjack till five in the morning there. Hilarious stuff. I played with this this foul mouthed British woman. Every other word out of her mouth was the c word. She did not hold back. And it was I mean just incredible. They have since made that place nicer, but I think it still holds some of the crappiness. So you should definitely <laughs> check it out. Uh, we usually have a, lo- a turkey and ham at our large Thanksgiving dinner, but sometimes we have a non-traditional meat. What would you pick? We did prime rib two years ago. It was fantastic. Uh, turkey and ham, just it's very traditional, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not opposed to if anybody wants to break out the prime rib or a brisket or you, you pick your meat. Of what about like a, 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 some, some seafood? Like A lot of people like to do like a... Uh, a uh, like a, a shrimp boil or something like that. Crawfish is not really season. Not really that, that time of year, but yeah, but shrimp you can. I would go for that. Yeah, it, and then of course you have some people who do you know Italians. They do like a big lasagna or something. I would eat that. 
I mean, I, I tell you, John it's not so much though. like this now, but I used to have turkey and dressing and, and the normal Thanksgiving meal so many times mm-hmm. that, yeah, I, I was begging for any kind of so a change switch of pace. up. Yeah. yeah. I got you. All right. Uh, and then his favorite, his aunt's mac and cheese, which was his great-grandmother's recipe. Uh, let's see here. Ian Ladner, if you could only tell a first-time Egg Bowler one story to get their mind right, what would it be? Uh, the breaking of Fitz's leg. That's a good one. Uh, John Forcade and, and Dick Pace from 1981 would be a good one. Had a lot of options there. A lot of, lot of good choices, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Um, his favorite, by the way, is pecan pie with green bean casserole, a strong second. And then I think Gil Manclang. Who is the real villain in Karate Kid, Johnny Lawrence or Daniel LaRusso? And then he asked if we've seen Cobra Kai. It's interesting that he asked this because on our drive to Oxford yesterday, I listened to the rewatchables on the Karate Kid. Um, and so it got me. I'm going to go watch Cobra Kai now for sure. Um the, the, the concept that LaRusso is actually the bad guy is an interesting one. That basically he just shows up at this new school and tries to exert his will on everybody. He immediately goes after this guy's girlfriend when he's clearly not over her yet. He, he, he turns the hose on them at, at, at the party. I mean, he's just, he's a little bit of a jerk. Kind of sounds like a bad guy to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then they sort of really, that's what they really explore in Cobra Kai, evidently, is the idea that LaRusso is actually the bad guy. So I, I need, to, I need I, more I information. I haven't seen Cobra Kai. I need, yeah, I need to watch it. Uh, did Gil give his favorite? Uh, dressing was his favorite. Uh, Can't go wrong. The Flying M, I, I want to answer his question, but there's no, there's no, uh, there's no Thanksgiving dish. So I have to skip it. Jonathan Robichaux. <laughs> Because of COVID earlier this month, I have lost my taste and smell. Is there a worse time of year for this to happen? No. No. You know, the house smelling like Thanksgiving dinner is what you want, and you're not going to get to experience that. So, yeah, that's that's not what you want. Um, and then he says, if it happened to you, what food would you miss tasting the most? It's not a food. It's Coca-Cola. Yeah. yeah. The taste of Coca-Cola. That's what would I miss the most? Ah, I, I don't know if anything stand. That would just stink for everything to taste. I guess like cardboard. I mean, I, yeah. I, I haven't had COVID, I don't know so what, I, don't I don't know, know what how, it would be yeah, like. But what, what does everything taste like? Does it just? Way? Is it just taste like you have nothing in your mouth? Yeah, like a know. rice cake. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jonathan says uh, pumpkin pie, ham, and jambalaya. So there's another one. Another unusual one. Cameron Barefoot. I get that JT Daniels had a good game. Can either of you explain why the media was drooling over him after Georgia barely beat us? Well, it wasn't, you know, Georgia's defense was the reason the game was close. I thought Daniels was fantastic. Yeah, Daniels showed enough that if you're a Georgia fan, you're banging your head against the wall thinking. You know, it should have played him the whole year. Yep. Uh, he also says dressing is the best. Jonathan, why does Christmas act like Ole Miss? Constantly claiming that's the best holiday, butting into Thanksgiving and Halloween when it's not even wanted, acting holier than everyone else. When we're, oh wait, he didn't ask me. Jonathan, never mind. You didn't have a, you didn't put your thing in there. I thought, I thought I saw it there at the end. Boo. 
So we'll go on with him. And is that? Uh, no, we'll get a few more here. Scott Ming. Why is it when Ole Miss loses the Egg Bowl, it's not considered a rivalry, but when it's, they win, it's all they talk about. It's, it's the truth. And it's also it's not toxic when Ole Miss wins. It's only toxic when State wins. It, it's, it's, a true, it's a true story. Why is that? I don't know. But it's true. His favorite is smoked tenderloin wrapped in bacon. Pork tenderloin. That's an uh, interesting Thanksgiving dish. Pro though. tip that everyone seems to have figured out. Uh, you wrap it in bacon? Yeah. It's better. No question. Carter Bentley, what's the craziest thing you've seen done or seen are you seen or done in the student section during the egg bowl? I don't have any crazy student section egg bowl stories. You don't? No. I I Hulk Hogan my shirt one year. Ninety seven. <laughs> I just ripped that thing and ride in shreds. If State wins this year, can we do that on video in the Super Talk Studios? No, because I'll, I'll I, no, no. <laughs> I've, I've grown up, so no. <laughs> Have you though? A little bit, yeah. Uh, Hunter Pool, first off, cornbread dressing is his favorite. Reliving some good times, I can't help but wonder what did Nico Whitley say to Bo Wallace at the end of the 2013 Egg Bowl? One of the great mysteries of the rivalry. Neither one will probably ever tell us. <laughs> Is it in? Uh, I'm going to give him a plug here. Mm-hmm. Is it in Alpha Dogs? Didn't Steve talk to Nico? I don't know the about answer about that. that. About, I, I and may, possibly ask him that question. Possibly. So check it out. Yeah. Or maybe it's in Stark Villains. That's more yeah. about that's more about the Egg Bowl. I yeah. Think. So um, Matthew Anthony, sweet potato casserole for him. Uh, what has been the pettiest post game image from the Egg Bowl, and why is it from Dixon with love? I don't think that that's the answer, though. I what, think it's you the, going uh, with the Mullen video, the Mullen video of "We're never going to lose <laughs> to them again." Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, they played it like ten times, right? I was out of there by then. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, and see, that was part of that twelve experience that yeah, yeah, yeah. was not all that fun for me earlier. Yeah, like I said, Matthew says sweet potato casserole, and then last one, Robert Templeton. Considering how happy Ole Miss fans have been with their season so far. How much does the mood change for Ole Miss if State beats them by two or more touchdowns? A lot. A lot. A lot. They may deny it. You may hear. It'll be interesting to hear the the how it changes around. Yeah, the, no question. The tail. No question. Because I feel like if State loses, we know the narrative. Right. Uh, if Ole Miss loses, right. I don't know the, the narrative there. We'll have like, to find is, out, is yeah. there still excitement for Lane? Or does there start to be some Especially trepidation? Especially their last few I, I games, their last couple games, LSU, a team that can score with them, could beat them. And then they play uh, Texas A&M, who should beat them. I mean, if they finish 3-7, and seven, and State's 4-6, and six, let's say State beats Missouri, you know, and State beats you, what, what, are you, what, are you, what are you selling me as that we're improved? So I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, and for Robert... Just good old cornbread dressing. Thanks for sharing these questions with us. And, of course, thanks for sharing all of our uh, your Thanksgiving favorites. Uh, tomorrow's show, our, is that's, that's Thanksgiving Day. So we will just, it'll be, you know, we'll have some, some preview of the game. And then, uh, of course, Friday's show, the three Ps, we'll really get into it. Some more interviews coming your way, obviously. Uh, we'll have some of those up uh, as we go along this week. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Talk to you again on Thanksgiving Day. For Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.